you know, it's July. It's Independence Day time. It is. It's July, beautiful out, you know, grilling out. Yeah. Yeah. Independence Day. That's real snappy. That's a real snappy, nice name. It would make a good title for a movie if they ever did that. They did. What? (laughs) There's a movie called Independence Day? You mean you haven't seen Independence Day? No. No, I haven't seen that. from hiatus is definitely a planned hiatus it's been a year it's time for your yearly episode (laughs) no honestly we're trying we'll try to do these more but it's time for another episode of no i haven't seen that the show where i see a classic iconic movie that i somehow missed in my childhood Mm, or just in general or just in general in general yeah (laughs) yeah so uh so yeah like you mentioned in the intro we are going to be covering uh, Independence Day. What year was it done? I think it was done in like 2008? No, no. 19... Or 1990... I'm going to guess 1997. 97. Yeah, you know what? I, I said 2000. I meant 97 or 98. But look yeah. it up. See if I'm right. Yeah. I guess right. All right. So anyway... Um, 96. 96. 96. We're, we're very and close. And it was exactly 10 years to them making the sequel. Right, yeah, Resurgence. Yeah. yeah. But that's not what we're covering. We're covering the original, the, the original classic. ID4. Yes, so I've seen Independence Day. I love this movie. Josh, you've I seen it. I saw it in theaters. Yeah, it's a great, great classic film. And Cody, you, I mean, you already have an idea I know of what's going into it. aliens yeah. invading the Earth. Okay. The only thing I know about it is I remember my parents went and saw it one time. Mm-hmm. And I remember them talking about it when they came back. Oh, really? Yeah, it was when we were on vacation in Michigan like we do once a year. <laughs> and they went to see it and then came back and were talking about it. Oh, and wow. that's my entire frame why, of reference. Why didn't they take you with them? I don't know. What was it rated? It was R. Was that's it? why they didn't take me. Oh, it was R. Yeah. Yeah, my my mom was very... Actually, very... it might be PG-13. It was PG-13. Oh. PG-13. Then I don't know why they didn't take me. I don't know how old yep. I was. Well, I don't know how old I was in 1997, and I'm not going to do the math. Or 96. <laughs> well, whatever. Whatever. Anyway. I thought you said six, like I was six. Like no. you had done the math. <laughs> no, no. I mean, no. if I was six, that's why I didn't go, but I'm I don't, not, I don't not, think I was six. I'm not yeah. the math dude. Yeah. Uh, none of us are. None of us think. are the math dude. Anyway, so kind of reset what we do here on the show. What we do is um, Cody is looking at a poster for Independence Day. And he is going to try to come up with the plot, what he thinks the plot is, based solely on this poster. Then we take a break, go see the movie. Then we come back and uh, discuss it. In two hours and 25 minutes. Obviously, (laughs) what happened here was the president pissed off some aliens. Okay. And they came and they blew up his house. Okay, what do you think the president said, if if that is what's Um, going on? Who was president in 1996? Uh, (laughs) Bill Clinton? Clinton. Oh, geez. Except what? Clinton's not the one in the movie. I don't know that. Yeah, don't <laughs> spoil that. Come on. Maybe he had a It ca- could be Clinton. Maybe he had a cameo in this movie like he did Contact. Yeah. Which is a movie I have seen. <laughs> You've seen Contact, I've but you seen... haven't seen Independence Day. I went for the hard sci-fi in this, this situation. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's pretty hard sci-fi, brah. Don't well, spoil no. it. 
hard sci-fi is like the scientifically accurate like that's what hard sci-fi yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Wow. Yeah, this this looks to me like light sci-fi. There's a floating spaceship firing a laser. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Carl Sagan wrote this one. <laughs> All right, so there's aliens, clearly. Yeah. They're attacking the Earth. Uh, Bill Clinton uh, had a sexual liaison with an alien princess. Okay. And his her alien father is very mad. Yeah. And came back to blow up uh, his house. Or no, he came back to try and make Bill Clinton marry his alien daughter. Oh. And of course, Bill Clinton said no, because he's already married to Hillary. So the alien... Warlord uh, blew up his house. Oh, okay. So, All right. a- so alien shotgun wedding. Exactly. <laughs> that's what this. That's, that's what I'm sure this movie is. That's what it is. Okay. So, uh, based also solely, it happens on the Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Yes. Based solely on this poster, what are some and and your knowledge of sci-fi movies in general? What kind of scenes do you expect to see in this movie? Like, and I'm being serious. Like, you know, like what kind of stuff do you think we're going to see? in a alien disaster type film such as I Independence hope, Day. I hope there's some cool alien dog fights. Okay. With jets and alien spaceships. Okay. Probably be a scene where they like autopsy an alien corpse. Okay, sure. Let's see. What if we just watch Mars Attacks? <laughs> <laughs> see, that is kind of cheating because Mars Attacks was kind of halfway kind of a joke parody of really yeah, a little See, bit i've seen mars attacks and oh okay that's a good movie yeah yeah it's a great movie yeah. it's a pretty good one it's one of my favorites yeah i assume that they're the aliens don't just get sick at the end like war of the worlds mm-hmm. um i'll bet there's a lot of scenes that parallel war of the worlds though since it's a similar concept okay maybe there's a scene where the aliens show up and they're like we're we come in peace and then they don't okay sure, sure. maybe that's a thing yeah. Maybe there'll be a scene where the aliens hijack all the TV airwaves and broadcast a menacing message over TV. Okay. That seems to happen a lot in these kind of movies. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They do. That does happen. That's that's a pretty big trope when it comes to like these style yeah. of films. Uh, what kind of uh, hero? What do you envision the hero being uh, like Will, in this film? Will Smith. Well, yeah, Will Smith. <laughs> and he's going to be like Will Smith. I think he smokes the cigar at one point. Okay. Which I remember sure. that being kind of a controversy like he's glorifying smoking okay sure because this is before that anytime you smoked in a movie you got an r yeah i mean to be fair schwarzenegger did in almost every single movie he's in that's Mm -hmm. true sure any movie that has a modern setting yeah he should be in this movie schwarzenegger should be in this movie (laughs) yeah that'd be pretty great i know goldblum's in this movie well yes and he's a scientist that that makes connections on things when he's talking is that a thing he does because I think I've seen it parodied on other shows and things. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm not giving you any confirmation on this because, you know, we got to go see it. Yeah. But. I mean, a lot of things like like this, I just crib from other popular culture when people make references to it. And then I just got to assume that that's a thing in this thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, the, a family guy callback might be my only <laughs> way to touch base <laughs> with the, the film. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And that and that is kind of the the issue with some of these movies that we watch for the show is that, you know, they're so, you know, ingrained in pop culture that you can't not know some of the things that are going on yeah. or some of the, you know, people that are going to be a part of it, that sort of thing. I I'm assuming that Will Smith is some sort of Air Force pilot. Okay. 
maybe like a Top Gun type guy. Mm. Because uh, all I remember, I think I've seen a picture of him sitting in a jet or something. Okay. So I'm just going to guess that just he's, gonna take he's a an wild Air guess. Force pilot yeah. that has to fight the aliens. Okay. Okay. Maybe Jeff Goldblum puts a laser on his jet. I don't know. Who knows? He attaches the laser to each wing and he's got the Vic Viper now. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, uh, you know, there's Apollo and, you know, the other Battlestar Galactica guys, they show up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant Apollo Creed. No. <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty great, though. Which I haven't seen that movie either. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, are you like Rocky? Yeah, I've never seen Rocky. Oh, oh. my God. Wow. I mean, that's there's another one we can do later. That's the other one we could have done this month is Rocky Four, the one where he punches the Russian. Yeah, but I haven't he seen dies. I haven't he seen dies. Rocky one through three. Uh, true, true, good point. Which I assume the storyline to that is just Mike Tyson's punch out. Kind <laughs> of. It is kind of. They they throw a lot of the of alien tea into the into the ocean. Okay, sure. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Alien tea. Alien tea. Alien tea. It's um, actually that's what Arizona tea is. Mm, that's yeah. what. That's <laughs> why Area Fifty One tea. Yeah, that's why they're able to sell it for so cheap and in such a large amount. Yeah. Yep. That's the we alien. Have, we, we have a surplus of alien. It's tea. alien secrets on mm. how they make that much tea that cheaply. <laughs> right, is there anything <laughs> the else? Conspiracy. Oh, absolutely. Is there anything else you want to add to this before we? I uh, bet there'll be a conspiracy a guy that knows that the aliens are coming and nobody believes him. Okay, sure. There's another thing I bet in this There's movie. another thing. Okay, cool. Okay, anything else you want to add before we, we take the break and go watch this uh, this super great, awesome uh, there patriotic film? There better be film. fireworks at the end. Fireworks at the end. Okay, sure. Because, I mean, it's Independence Day. That's what, I, that's what you would expect. That's what you would expect. Yeah, okay, sure. I mean, other than the ship exploding, that doesn't count. Oh, okay. I'm talking real, literal fireworks. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Well, then, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, take a break here. And uh, when we come back, uh, we will have seen Independence Day. Cody will have seen it. I will have seen it. Cody will have seen it for the first time. And yeah, we will talk about that movie. So stick around. Police and the fire departments are asking. It is morning. You wake up. You greet your loved ones. You grab the morning paper. And although it seems like any ordinary day, it isn't. For one extraordinary reason. A historic and unprecedented event has occurred. The question of whether or not we are alone in the universe has been answered. This is so cool. More ships have just arrived over India, England, and Germany. I really don't think they flew 90 billion light years to come down here and start a fight. We've got to stop them! They're going to kill us all! They're using our own satellites against us. The clock is ticking. counteroffensive with a full nuclear strike over American soil. If we don't strike soon, there may not be much of an America left to defend. Being exterminated. Let's kick the tires and light the fires. Oh. 
looking at worldwide destruction in the next 36 hours. Oh, you can't hit nothing! Should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night, we will not vanish without a fight, we're going to live on, we're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. That's what I call a close encounter. Hello, boys. I'm back. <laughs> We're back. We finished We're the back. movie. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We finished We finished Independence Day. Okay. First impressions. What'd you think? It was pretty good. Decent, you know, popcorn action movie, alien invasion movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I probably wouldn't watch it a, a second time. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times over the years I've seen this movie. Oh, yeah. I've seen it multiple times. I, I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't say, like, I super loved it or anything. Okay. Okay. And I feel like I had, like, a weird attachment to it. Probably because I did see it in theater. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, in that golden time when, like, Will Smith ruled the 90s. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I could see this being a lot... You know, be, uh, being a lot more into it if it was the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm surprised Will Smith didn't make a music video for this movie. <laughs> if only. Yeah. I think his next one was Men in Black, which he did then do the... That song is catchy as hell. Yeah, no kidding. the Men in Black. Yeah, but we're not talking about Men in Black. We're talking about Independence Day. Galaxy so Defenders. do we want to go through the plot synopsis of it basically just kind of go through yeah. and kind of i, beep I beep. did manage to guess a, a lot of it you did guess a lot of it yeah i was kind of sweating it when you were going through and <laughs> listening some of it off uh, josh josh and i both were men, just a side note men uh-huh. in black was 1997 so a year later a year later yeah but uh alien aliens show up and uh they try to invade the earth and are stopped by they start making trouble in the neighborhood. Yeah, they start making trouble in the neighborhood. So uh, Will Smith, who is in fact an Air Force pilot. Marine mm-hmm. pilot. Oh, marine, marine pilot. pilot uh, flies an alien spaceship, which is the one from Area 51. Turns out that was real. From the Roswell crash. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. From Roswell. Fl- flies that uh, with the help of uh, Jeff Goldblum to put a virus in the alien mothership. Because apparently they... You know, he used the Mac and uh, so did the aliens <laughs> <laughs> to turn off their force fields that we can get through. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we can and uh, save the day. Yeah. And also the U.S. president flies a fighter yeah. jet and also around. a Randy Quaid. <laughs> Randy Quaid's there, quading it up. Being extremely drunk and extremely sober over the course of a few hours. <laughs> yes, yes. Apparently one cup of coffee makes you go from... Uh, uh, having a ten-year drunk to like, yeah, being stone-ass sober. Cured his alcoholism. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, he did tell Miguel, "Keep him coming, keep him coming." Oh. During oh, the yeah. briefing scene, that's true. Yeah, I pilot. I me pilot. <laughs> I can fly. I pilot. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so <laughs> okay, so this movie has a huge 
cast because it kind of uh, starts out split up into d- different disparate parts. So um, let's just go through the characters real quick and just I'll, I'll read off a character. You kind of give them a description and kind of what your impression of my guess. Okay, we'll start with uh, Jeff Goldblum. He he was the wacky scientist. Yeah, <laughs> basically, but, but sort of. Yeah, he I was mean, a- as wacky as you're gonna get in a, in a movie like this. Yeah, he was a computer scientist working at our TV station who learned the alien code and eventually created the virus. I that would I wouldn't even say he was a tech scientist. I would say he's probably just a programmer. Well, they said he graduated from MIT. Yeah, yeah and he wasn't so. using it to its. To his fullest potential. Yeah. Which means he was probably a very accomplished programmer. Yeah. Probably. I mean, he printed out a page of ones and zeros and then read it, so... <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, we have uh, the president, President Whitmore. President Bill Pullman. President yep. Bill Pullman. Yep. President Thomas J. Whitmore. Cool. Uh, he was. He seemed like a real turdy president. I don't know. He just sounded like... Yeah, he, he seemed like a president that uh, kind of... At the, from the beginning of the movie was just kind of wishy-washy. I, they kind of set up um, in our copy. Uh, the audio, the the voice track was kind of low, uh, but they had set up that he was a uh, pretty young president. Yeah, and his and, approval rating was real low. Yeah, and he was basically just kind of letting everyone tell him what to do because he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Also, yeah, he was he's ex-military. He ex-military. Wasn't, he wasn't like a career politician. Yeah, he seems right. like he didn't even want to really be president. Oh no. <laughs> Or be in this movie, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's that there's that real fiery speech there at the end, though. Yeah, oh, that's, that's true. A good speech. It is a good speech. It's probably, a rousing speech. It's it's probably one of the best movie speeches right up there with uh, uh, the speech from Pacific Rim. Yeah, I true. don't even remember that. The monsters at our door. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, let's see, Will Smith, Captain Stephen Hiller, Captain Will Smith, Captain <laughs> Will Smith. Yeah, pretty much. He was he was Will Smith and all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was dis- had a disturbing amount of levity for the situations he was in. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was much more his character from Bad Boys than he was like Jay from Men in Black. Mm, but I you can know, kind of see. I don't know. Yeah, he was having a real good time up in that alien speech. Oh, he was. Yeah, I mean, it's like once once you get into the third act, he is just joke machine. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Jay was that way too. That's true. You got a point. You got a point. I mean, yeah, by the third act of Men in Black, yeah. Like, you know, the difference between me and you is, you know, I make this look good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Randy Quaid was a uh, drunken uh, crop duster who had yep. been... Russell he was Case. In, he was in Vietnam. He was in Vietnam. Then yep. became a crop duster, and he at one point was abducted by these same aliens. About a, uh, 10 years prior. Supposedly. Supposedly. The same aliens. You don't know. He recognized He, he recognized, recognized the ship. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. It seemed. I don't know. Could yeah. be wrong. So let's see. There's uh, Jeff Goldblum's um, ex-wife. Uh, let me see if I can find Which her. I don't know if there was anything particularly interesting about she her. She was just there to be like. They're female characters the in female, this movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, her character was like introduce character A to character B and relay information back and forth from one to the other. Yeah. That was her entire plot. Also to become the love interest at the end with Jeff Goldblum. Well, she she played his ex-wife yeah. and the one of the reasons their marriage broke up was the fact that she worked for the pre- well, worked with the president before he became president and it caused jealousy issues, I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. she was a White House correspondent basically. Right. Yeah. 
uh, press, uh, not press, press secretary. secretary, but like a press, like um, yeah. public relations manager or something yes, like that. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, we have Vivica A. Fox's uh, character. Jasmine Dubrow. Just, just to exist for somebody, for Will Smith to care about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, she didn't do a lot in the movie either. No. She other, didn't. Other than find the first lady. Yeah, she did find crash. the first lady. Just There's a lot of coincidences by in this movie. sheer coincidence, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which in a movie like this, I will, uh, I would uh, um, forgive. Yeah, I mean, why? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in the yeah. long run. I mean, yeah, it doesn't make the movie any less fun, right? And that's the whole point. This is just a movie for fun times. Yeah, it was definitely a summer movie, a yeah. blockbuster. Mm-hmm. It's not a thinker. No, no, <laughs> no. it is um, very much like an old '60s like alien invasion movie but like modernized yeah kind of. it's like they tried to modernize war of the world yeah i mean it, it works yeah um it worked here but uh some of uh roland emmerich the director of roland emmerich's um later films did not quite work he tried to modernize godzilla which was awful <laughs> yeah that's so the, the one with matthew broderick yes yeah so bad stuff where i've not seen that one but i don't, don't really care to yeah don't yeah it's so bad yeah, but it has Hank Zaria in it. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Bro- Broderick as David Papadopoulos. David Papadopoulos. Yeah, his name is really stupid. And it's... the whole gag of the movie is they keep saying his last they name They keep wrong. saying his name, yeah. And then the fact that Godzilla is a mutated iguana, mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, literally, that's what it is. And it's dumb. Yep. Yep. And it does have Jean Renault in it, though. It does have Jean Renault, which is good. I love him. Okay, so let's see. There's uh, Judd Hirsch, who played Jeff Goldblum's dad. Yep, Julius Levinson. Yeah. The extremely Jewish stereotype dad. Extremely. And he kept saying uh, Jeff Goldblum's character's name over and over again. David. David. David, David, you got to do this thing for me, David. Come on, David. We got to go, David. (laughs) David, what are you doing with my son, David? My son, David, you got to do the thing, David. I didn't realize Will Smith's character was named Steve until like three-fourths of the way. Oh, yeah. The names are not important in this film. (laughs) Not really. No. Unless your name's David. No, unless your name's David because he talks about David. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of quotable lines. Yeah. A lot of fun quotable lines. David. Oh, yeah. Let's get into (laughs) uh, Harvey Firestein. (laughs) Had a very bit part, but very memorable. He was underutilized. Very much underutilized. We could have used more Harvey Firestein. We could have used so much more Harvey Firestein. (laughs) I mean, he's one of my favorite characters in Mulan. Yeah, he was in (laughs) Mulan. He was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. 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 He was in a bunch of movies as kind of a side character, too, in the 90s. Yep. He sure was. There was a couple of uh, crappy gay panic jokes in there. Which you'll get in a mid-90s movie. Yeah. Especially... Um, Betray- it was all between Will Smith and, and Harry Connick mm-hmm. Jr. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, this dates the film. Which, if the movie were released today, the Harry Connick Jr. character would have just been written as gay. Yeah. And there would be no panic there. They would have just put that into his backstory. But then they would have run into other issues because the character was killed off. Yeah. But pretty you know, quickly. They would have mentioned in some sort of side material that he's gay, but not in the actual film itself. Right. Right. <laughs> they would have pulled a Valkyrie. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh yeah. Well we're getting we're getting kind of into the, some of the the you know, nitty gritty kind of uh background characters. I can't even think of the character's name, but the uh um 
the Secretary of Defense that not the general, but like the the bald guy that you just want to punch, Albert Nimitsky, okay, played by James Redhorn. Yeah, I who, don't I don't remember anything about this guy, and I just that he's a and sleazy I just jerk. Watched the movie, yeah. he's just a sleazy jerk. Yeah. Well, here's the thing with the characters in the in this movie, they're all one dimensional. Oh yeah. There's no there's no depth to any of them. There's they they fake like there is character growth, but there is no character growth in this. Maybe Jeff Goldblum learns to become less of a pain in the ass. <laughs> What's about it? That's really it. Like, what what growth does Will Smith's character have? He gets married and goes to space. <laughs> yeah. But like, he, just his like his character he doesn't change yeah. any. No, not at all. He doesn't learn a darn thing. Yeah. Nope. Right. He's hotshot pilot whole way through. Nobody does. Nobody learns a th- yeah. nobody learns anything. Even the president. Yeah. I mean you think he'd learn that like maybe I don't want to be president, I want to be a pilot. Yeah. That's what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, that'd be a good plot line if maybe the the vice president was really good yeah. at at politicking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he decides to step down and give it to her. Right. Yeah. Though I think the vice president died though yeah they do say mention I, off screen that oh because he was in the helicopter yeah and like one one line they said that yeah he he died let's see uh there's brent spiner we have to give it up for brent spiner yeah as uh, um signed uh dr longhair the scientist yeah oaken oaken dr brackish oaken brackish, brackish oaken hey everybody <laughs> my name is brackish <laughs> He's not totally Brack, but he's close. He's Brackish. Yeah. Yes. Like they definitely wrote his character as he do- he never leaves the facility mm-hmm. and he's been separated from like general people for a long he's time. He's like one of the lone gunmen. He is. I I think he it is one of he was one of the few actors in the movie that knew exactly what kind of film he was taking part in and yeah. it was like, "You know what? I'm just going to play this as wacky and just weird as I possibly can." And he, you know, he had a very small role in it, but but he definitely was one of the better uh, people in the film. He, I thought very memorable. Yeah, yeah, arguably more memorable than like uh, the president or really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, him and and Randy Quaid and Will mm-hmm. Smith. Well, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Well, Jeff Goldblum. But sure. yeah, but he's Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we've talked about memorable characters. What are some memorable scenes? Some different, you know, things that stuck stuck out I, to you i loved the alien autopsy scene mm-hmm. and the aftermath of that that part yes. was really cool mm-hmm. i wanted more aliens just entirely yeah because they're very cool looking and very well designed and the practical puppetry on the aliens was so cool see that's what i liked about the film was yeah. there's so much practical effects in it yeah granted all the cg was 90 cg and oh, it, it was really bad. bad oh yeah the the dog fights and the plane stuff just looked like straight like star wars looks better oh yeah it looked like they're dragging clip art across the screen yeah. basically yeah it was not great i it's really iconic the the shot where will smith punches the alien in the in the head when he pops out of the yeah. the ship and welcome to him. earth welcome to earth that's what i call a close encounter yeah <laughs> yeah um other iconic scenes i mean any of the uh um explosion exploding buildings yeah the town's exploding yep yeah, and it's always. I wish more movies would uh, not make their building explosions look like nine eleven. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it does. It always just always like thanks for reminding me of that national tragedy in this fun film. Right. Like 
just make them big orange explosions. It's more fun. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's not realistic because I don't want to be reminded of terrible things that happen. Well, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> this movie happened before all that. So yeah, that's true. So everything still looked like the the nuclear holocaust scene from Terminator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With the rolling balls of fire and the buildings exploding out sideways. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I did notice about this film was I forgot how uh, front-loaded and back-loaded this movie was. Like, there's all the action is within the first 30 minutes and the last 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. It where there's drug a, in the middle. There's like an hour and a half where I was I was struggling to In an almost two-and-a-half-hour-long movie. Yeah, it was it was a little rough there for a while. Oh, yeah. It took him a long time to, like, figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, those alien designs were good though. They're they were like, really good, really of... unique. They're all they're they're on top of like some of my all time favorite alien designs. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. I mean they're somewhere between squids and and gray generic and the, yeah. aliens. Mm-hmm. Really good stuff. Yeah, really me. Oh yeah, that was so cool. Him, that was so cool. Them playing that scientist's vocal cords like an instrument to talk to the the. I, I like to think it was less yeah. he was playing the playing the vocal cords is more like it was creating a physical psychic link for him to communicate through like through his tendril is there a part where i rate these there is a part where you rate these but i want to keep i want to talk with these a little talk about this a little just a little bit longer so this movie is very much of its time it was very much a a mid-90s action film what kind of changes would need to be made do you think for it to be um updated and released for now and i don't mean like well just make a sequel and call it it, you know, Independence Day resurgence because they've done that. But like, take this story, transport it to modern day. What would have to change? Do you mm. think? Well, we already talked about the gay panic. Yeah, there. we already talked about that. So that would have to change. Yes. I think we need more character depth. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think this has enough meat on its bones for today's sophisticated movie going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it needs some superheroes in it. Ah, uh, well. But I mean, it had Hancock in it. True. Yeah. <laughs> I think people nowadays are too computer savvy to uh, let fly some of the crap that uh, oh that Jeff Goldblum's character pulled. Yeah, there was some real jargon in there. It's like yeah. I'm going to type a couple things on my computer keyboard and whoopsie doopsie, I've just hacked the aliens. Just, <laughs> just hacked them all. I'm hacking them. Here's uh here's three lines of C plus plus. Yeah. And uh, scrolling. Ones and zeros. Yeah, oh, man. Here's the, ma- the HTML the ma- from a from a web page. Yeah. Here, here's the matrix code. Yeah. <laughs> like the idea that he could hack a completely alien system, beings from a completely different world, mm-hmm. without knowing like their their language, which they didn't even have. They were they psychic. A, yeah, they were psychic. Uh, they had a they had a written language. It was on the screen. Oh, that's but, true. Yeah. But I like to think that. Because of the way they were hacking the Earth satellites and transmitting their signal. Mm-hmm. That's still a lot of I know. information I, to I, glean from. I, I know. I know. I would assume that he would have to be researching it way longer than the movie's time frame gave it. Yeah. Yeah, if it was like, we've been getting these weird signals for years and I've been studying them, then, then maybe it would maybe. be a little more believable. But... Yeah. I could almost... You know what? To streamline this movie for modern day, I can almost see them taking out the... This is going to sound weird. Taking out the Randy Quaid character because I think everything that he accomplishes in the film can be done better with different characters. I think 
you have the president who doesn't really want to be the the president wants to you know serve in the military have him be the one that flies up into the spaceship at the end i and, thought he was gonna and sacrifice detonate. himself yeah, yeah that's how i thought it was gonna go i forgot completely about Ray yeah and you have jeff gold yep and you have the jeff goldblum character either be researching aliens or have been abducted by aliens sometime in the past maybe that's what caused his marriage to fall apart but he's become obsessively researching these yeah and that's, that's how he knows better. more about yeah mm. so you that See, and right less there. convoluted. Yeah, so there's so there's a good whole twenty minutes of the movie that was devoted to Randy Quaid's character that is completely taken out that can be chopped. So they could make done. two butt probe jokes is basically the only reason. Oh yeah, that's the yeah that that was the uh, uh, Randy Quaid um, or yeah Randy Quaid version uh, reason for being in the movie was uh, yes butt probe joke delivery system. Yeah. yeah. Also, he had some kids, but they mm-hmm. didn't really do they anything. They did nothing. Yeah, they did less than nothing. They yeah, yelled at him for being a drunk. Yeah. yeah. They, they And really just the oldest one. Miguel. Yeah. Miguel. Yeah. I didn't really care about any of the characters. Oh, no. Wait, well, I mean, they were entertaining. When they but... were, when you're that one-dimensional. Yeah, it's hard to... Yeah. Uh, what'd you think of Boomer the Wonder Dog? <laughs> The, you mean the best scene in the movie where oh. a dog jumps in front of an explosion? It comes out completely unscathed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And how bad that explosion looked? Oh, it it was looked really super green screen. Oh, yes. Oh, it was the worst. Uh-huh. Like the lighting effects didn't match up with the dog's lighting effects at all. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Like, you know, I never think about it when I'm just watching the movie, but when I'm like... Thinking about it in a constructive way, I'm just like, oh, this looks so bad. They might as well have just had like a cardboard cutout of a dog on a stick and scooted it in front of the frame. <laughs> like... in, fr- in front of a bonfire. Yeah. 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 <laughs> as somebody's applying gasoline. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> and then you never see the dog again after that. No, point. he pretty much disappears. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they ate Boomer. Oh. oh. The aliens? <laughs> no. Vivica A. Fox and then to survive. That's yeah. that's something I would have liked to have seen a little bit more what, of. Vivica the... A. Fox eat a dog. Yes. <laughs> Vivica A. Fox eating a dog. Yes, <laughs> just chowing down on that pupper. Oh. Uh, no, I, I would have liked to have seen more aliens, like oh, yeah. in action, like on the planet. Maybe actually start the invasion of the aliens on the ground. Like very War of the Worlds. Yeah, mm-hmm. that could have led to some really interesting, uh, maybe some like Starship Troopers slash like Empire Strikes Back ground battles footage mm-hmm. yeah yeah it yep yeah, i think i could have been yeah I maybe less starship troopers because that. that gets pretty gruesome it does yes <laughs> i th- i think this movie could have benefited by being an r-rated film um this movie uh began its production as an r-rated film you can even really really hear one super obvious um uh, adr line uh that harvey firestein has talking about his lawyer about you know, 35 minutes into the movie. It's so obviously like 80 yard, but yeah, I think bumping that up a little bit would have benefited. Yeah. What'd you think of the, uh, we talked about the alien design. What'd you think of the ship design and just kind of some of the, uh, interior and exterior of the mothership and the, and the little fighter, uh, ships and stuff. All the mothership stuff was really cool. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of blue, a lot of cool blue color. And... Yeah. Which contrasted really nicely with the, uh, desert, landscape by the end of the movie where it's a lot of tans and grays and yeah 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 i think the alien fighter ships could have had more going on though they look kind of like the flight of the navigator ship you know what they kind of did i thought they looked more like like stingrays yeah just like 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 minus the tail yeah 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean, I could kind of see where they're getting at with it because they wanted to keep that kind of circular design to yeah. kind of evoke the the classic alien kind of design. Flying saucer. Kind Flying saucer. So- yeah, yeah. Like they're like they're they're troop lander ships you see like briefly inside the mothership just look like actually kind of looked like the transport ships from star wars a little bit with like an extra fin bit at the bottom yeah oh speaking of comparing this to other films josh yes. there's a thing that you mentioned multiple times throughout the, the movie everything is stargate everything is stargate can you explain to me why everything is stargate in this okay one the soundtrack is incredibly stargate mm-hmm. like Seriously, anytime you saw anything that had to do with like Ra or his guards or just his just anything on the alien world in Stargate had like a very similar theme, mm-hmm. and and researching this, they had the same composer right <laughs> to this movie. Well, this movie had the same composer because Stargate came out two years before. Mm-hmm. A lot of the alien tech design, incredibly Stargate. These gray panels with raised etching lines all over it mm. i wonder if it had similar set designer set they design. probably honestly they probably did because it had the same um yeah um um director or producer probably producer i don't think roland Emmerich did uh stargate but you can look it up yeah yeah um but yeah I, I, i'm a big thing with when it comes to music mm. in films yes uh, it always like rings true in my head, so that's like the the first thing I noticed. Mm-hmm. And then the the art artistic part of my brain is picking up on all the designs of the models and the interiors, exteriors, things like that. Right. Sound effects. Uh, Roland Emmerich directed Stargate. Oh, he did. Yes. Okay. Well, that that pretty much explains it. He, I, yeah. I believe he has a, a like a set stable of uh, you know music designer and sound yeah. design. I mean, and, and most directors have you know people yeah. they want to work with. Yeah. That invoke the sound they want. Okay. I guess that makes that makes a lot of sense. Then. Um. So if you like Stargate, check out this little note film. <laughs> oh yeah. Even even some of the establishing shots are very similar. Like yeah. when they like when they upload the bomb into the mothership is very similar to when they beam up the bomb in Stargate up mm-hmm. into Ra's ship. Very similar, like, panning, like, bomb, alien face, bomb, alien face. <laughs> but yeah. does it have the skull and crossbones laughing? No. That was a nice touch. That was, that was a nice touch. But Very also... Dennis Nedry. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh-uh. <laughs> but no, it also, um, very similar shots for that. And I love Stargate. Stargate's, like, one of my favorite cheesy early 90s sci-fi films. This is one of my favorite cheesy... 90s sci-fi films mm-hmm. so i guess it makes sense because they're they're very similar right honestly you could probably almost put them in the same universe in a way and i'm sure there's uh enough like <laughs> easter eggs between the two that perhaps maybe sure maybe they, maybe unintentional there's plenty yeah. of fan theories oh, i'm sure i'm sure there is i'm sure there is because yeah. like there's something else i was just i was just now thinking about is the fighter there's a couple of fighters you see in stargate that look a lot like these alien gliders gotcha just the wings aren't as wide and stuff. Gotcha. So this movie was wildly popular. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It was a huge summer blockbuster. Huge, right? huge summer blockbuster. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Having it, not seen the movie. It had a budget of $75 million estimated, and opening weekend made uh, $50 million, which I guess uh, was under, but it grossed in the US, uh, USA uh, $306 million by December of 1997 and a worldwide gross of 817 million. So it definitely uh, made uh, a little over 10 times its budget, <laughs> which is nothing to sneeze at. This movie also spun off, of course, Independence Day Resurgence, 
which I don't think any of us here yeah. have seen. I, I, and I have no heard good things, that's for sure. Yeah, I have no interest in seeing it, um, mostly because Will Smith's not in it and Jeff Goldblum's in it for like 10 minutes, if that. I, I think they've said everything they need to say yeah. in uh, one movie. <laughs> yeah, this movie pretty much wraps everything up in, in Yeah, one. I feel like the sequel was more of a nostalgic cash grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because this was like, because it, it came out real recently, and this it was like the year to do it, because you had Blade Runner and uh, Independence Day and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff coming out. You know, all these movies that invoke nostalgic feelings for a lot of people. Yeah, there, right. there's just not... Now, granted, Blade Runner was great. I need to see that. It was yeah. very good. Which I have seen the original Blade Runner. Good. Good. <laughs> I would have smacked you. <laughs> I really wish I would have saw this in the 90s. I really would have appreciated it so much more then. I was going to say, yeah, this seems like it would be right up your alley yeah, back would've, then. I would have really loved it back then. Now I just thought it was, you know, pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't quite hold up quite as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll cop to that for sure. But oh, would, yeah, it does not age gracefully. I would have been super stoked about it in the 90s. I mean... I was I was so stoked about the '90s Lost in Space movie, and oh, that man. movie isn't good. Oh, that movie's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I mean, I liked so it bad. when I was a little kid. Yeah, but... that was the very first DVD my family ever bought when <laughs> when the DVD format came out. Oh was, yeah, with the old lost, cardboard cover was, on it. Was sure. Lost in Space. Yeah. Yep. Had an animated menu and stuff on it. I was like, oh man, mm-hmm. this is amazing. Yeah. This technology is great. It's like a video game, but you push the button and then the movie starts. <laughs> yeah. Do you want a cool life hack? Uh, with that movie, this makes me get through that movie so much smoother. It makes it so much more enjoyable for me. On Friends, Matt LeBlanc's character, Joey Tribbiani, was uh, an aspiring actor. So look at Lost in Space, the movie, not as a Matt LeBlanc starring picture, but a Joey, but a Joey Tribbiani starring picture. <laughs> and it makes the movie so much one makes it make so much more sense and two makes it so much more enjoyable. It gives it kind of a meta flavor that it didn't previously Exactly. Have. Yeah. Yeah, and Man. also just look away when that yellow monkey aliens on screen. Just oh, that's, don't just that's don't look just at don't it. look at it. It's awful. Don't look I, at I it. I can't even decide if I liked the robot design in that movie or not. I mean, he's a, it's a cool robot, but mm-hmm. it's not, not a cool the robot. Yeah, it's not a cool the robot. <laughs> I think it was cool when the top half of like the punching part of the robot got blown off, and he's rebuilding it, and it looks a lot more like Robbie. Nope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, but anyway, uh, Independence Day, I. It's not one that I would go back to so often nowadays. Oh, wait a minute. On Lost in Space. Yes. 90s movie robot or Netflix reboot robot? I have not seen enough of the Netflix uh, reboot one to really... Uh, I know it's an alien no. or alien technology. I could tell you right now, uh, 90s robot, because uh, he should have treads. True. Mm. Although, little tiny arms. Although lost- Robbie didn't originally have treads, but he was bulky. Yeah, yeah he did. Robbie has treads. Robbie the robot? Or no. no, 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 no. It did have stumpy legs, didn't it? It had stumpy legs because okay. it was kind of suit. Yeah. Although the uh, Netflix Lost in Space robot does look a lot like a guest from Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, weirdly enough, everything in that show looks like they cribbed it directly out of Mass Effect. Really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. That's probably an easy pull. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. A sci-fi aesthetic that people now are very used to yeah well it's it's very aesthetically similar to mass effect but that's not why we're here that's not why we're here (laughs) we're here to celebrate Um, our independence day exactly so like i like i mentioned um this is not a movie that i go back to super often but like once a year around the fourth of july yeah i'll sit down yeah that's that's a good yeah that's a good way to celebrate the fourth 
did not get the real fireworks I wanted at the end. Yeah, that was the one thing. Just, right. just yeah, hurtling, rain, yeah. hurtling space debris. <laughs> Raining pieces of alien trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, let's uh, go ahead and do the wrap up on this. Cody, what did you? Uh, what would you give this uh, rating? Uh, Arbitrary made up fake rating. I give I give this eight pieces of raining alien trash out of ten. Okay, that's not bad. I'd probably give it about seven yarmulkes. Yeah. <laughs> I would give it a seven or seven and a half. David, oh my god, David, you gotta find <laughs> my David. <laughs> I give it twelve Harvey Fire scenes. <laughs> yes. Out, out of about twenty three. Yeah. The... <laughs> Very good. I gotta Very call good. my agent. <laughs> F my lawyer. <laughs> I fell out of that impression. About... I gotta call my mother. I gotta get her out of the city. My voice is really starting. <laughs> I can't. Oh, oh, oh. Ra- oh Rocco. <laughs> oh, Rocco. And on that lovely bit of yeah. audio. Yeah. Uh, Cody, why don't you take us out of the show? Hey, this has been No, I Haven't Seen That, a podcast journey through movies that I should have seen but have not. Uh, we're, we're part of the Nerd Overload Podcast Network, I suppose. I suppose. You can check us out at nerdoverload.com. You can pop us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com. Uh, follow our Nerd Overload Facebook page for updates on this particular show, too. Mm-hmm. Or is there a Facebook page for this show? There's not a Facebook not, page. There doesn't need it's, to be. No, there doesn't need to be. <laughs> One's enough. Yeah, just follow the Nerd Overload Facebook page to get updates when we sporadically update the show. Yep. Follow um, the clues. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we're, on, we're on iTunes. We're on... Um, actually, right now, I think we're just on iTunes because we only have a couple of episodes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get in other places. It's cool. Yeah, we need to do more of these. Yeah, uh, I enjoy doing yeah. these. Yeah, for it's sure. It's fun time. Plus, we get to watch movies. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to say we'll be back next month? Do we want to? I think I think we can promise a month. We can promise a month. I think we can promise a month. Okay. We don't we don't know what movie we're gonna do. No. No. Yeah. I don't want to claim. I don't want to call that in advance. No. That's failed every time. Yeah. We've tried that a couple times and it it did not work. What you mean like in February when we were gonna watch when (laughs) (laughs) February of last year? I don't ever want to watch that now. Yeah. No. That one's lost to time. Just we're done. We're done with that. Just pretend it's a lost episode that you'll never hear. Yeah, that's it. Just pretend like we recorded it. It's like that, that's Sinbad, that Sinbad Genie movie that <laughs> everyone assumes was real, but it wasn't. It was Shaq. Yeah, no. it was Shaq. It was Shaq and your racist. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, yes. For No, I Haven't Seen That, I'm Sam. Josh. And I'm Cody. And now I have seen that.